0: Great. So thank you guys. Um, today the word of the Lord comes from Psalm chapter 37, um, verse 1 to I believe, 15. Um, and I'll read from the ESV standard version, English standard version, which says, fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. For the evil doer shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there but the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace the wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him but the Lord laughs at the wicked for he sees that his day is coming the wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose way is upright their sword shall enter their own heart and their bows shall be broken. Beloved, this is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. God, thank you so much for your word today. Lord, I ask of you to just be with me to just discuss this very difficult topic um, to just share with you people. And God, things are not easy. and They never were, and you promised that. You will be with us, so please help us to come to an understanding of one another, to to be able to learn how what you desire for us to know from a biblical view. God, we thank you, we love you. Let your Holy Spirit speak through me in this time. God, I don't have the words, but I know that you do. So please provide that for us in this day. In Jesus' mighty name I do pray. Amen. So back when, I think 2014, 20, maybe late, early 2015 timeframe, um, I was still a student. <sighs> it's crazy. It's been five years now. I was still a student at UVA and, um, I was just sitting in my dorm room. I was an RA at the time. RA for like three years and RA is just like a resident advisor for those of you, one of you go to college. You'll see. Um, and one of my residents came to my room, and he looked at me, and he said, Kevin, did just, you just hear what happened? Um, they, they just ch- choked this man. And it was, a, it was a man by the name of Eric Gardner. And he had been arrested, and they said that he was resisting and all these things. But at the end of the day, the man was choked to death. And then from there, later on, there was no conviction. I believe there was an arrest, but at the grand jury, there was no conviction. So the folks were let go. What I did then, I ran outside, and there was a protest going on at the time, and I joined in on the protest. And I remember it was so clear there was... um, there was like a people were studying for either like midterms or finals at the time, and we marched and we ran into this library. I forgot what the name of the library is now, but it was there was this is this is this library that's known that you the lower that you go down the the library, the quieter you're supposed to be. Um. And I went all the way to the first floor. We went all the way to the first floor of the library. And then all these students that were studying, and we just did not care. We were angry and we had passion. Which is the word I'll use, because we were sick and tired of hearing story after story of black men, black women, people of minority being brutally treated, um, being killed in the streets by police officers. being treated unjustly so for that reason we got in people's faces we yelled at them we yelled at them we said some things we should probably not shouldn't have said and we did not care because we felt like we hadn't been heard in so long that the only way to have somebody hear you is to yell in their face I didn't even know those students. Nor, nor did I even know where they stood. Right, I didn't even know they were with the if, if if how they felt about what was happening. Every white person that I looked at in that moment was somebody who was just not on our side, or someone who just did not care. That was me, 2015, 2014, 2015 time frame. Um, and then we left, and then we marched to the to the president's to the president's home. And we did the exact same thing. I don't know if she was there or not. And I don't know where she stood on the issue or not, but we were yelling at her, right? And I look back on that today and I see where we are. And in 2020, we've got a similar situation going on. Just this past week, um, George Floyd passed away and at the hands of a police officer again but my take on it now is where I was back in 2014, 2015. is quite different. Um, I, I don't think how I went about it was, with, was from the lens of God, was with a godly mindset. Um, that's how I think about things now that is, that, that is different, right? And that's one thing that I hope to at least share with you guys today so that you'll see. I know that many of you guys may be hurting many of you guys may be confused just as I probably was back, back then and took things out in the way that I should not have Lord knows who's studying I impeded that day and, and, and who's understanding that I messed up that day but I hope that what I share with you guys here today will, will encourage you, will bring calm to you and will let you know that there's a better way all right. There are a couple of points that I want to make here today. From what we've read from Psalm 37, is a psalm of David. Right. David created this psalm, and in this psalm, he's just encouraging people. The psalm is just encouraging us to not fret, not, fret not thyself. I love the KJV version for this. I love the King James Version for this. It says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers. What fret not just basically means, don't worry, don't worry yourself, don't bother yourself because of evil people. There is evil in the world. Since the beginning, since the fall of man, there is evil. Right? Bad things happen. Um, and evil comes in many shapes and many forms. The one that we're just happening to talk about today is in the form of racism know that evil comes in the forms of, you know, hatred comes in the forms of, um, you know, idolatry, in in the forms of sex trafficking, human trafficking. Like, so many things have happened that should not happen in this world. But it happens because God has given us the choice to make decisions to follow him or not to follow him. It does not make God evil. But that evil lies on us. And that means that We need a change of heart, right? So the first part I want us to take here is to understand the value of humanity. Um, I want us to have that framework that all are made in the image of God and are deserving of life, including the man who put his knee on George Floyd. All are made in the image of God Though we may do evil things, all are made in the, in the image of God and are deserving of life. Nobody should take life from anybody. doesn't matter what the person has done. I know many of them in our lives, when we look at it, we're just like, man, just want to, you know, however you feel that you want to take on these people, just take a step back and think, man, this person is flawed. And is in desperate need of Jesus Christ, just as we are. Right? It doesn't make all sins equal, and things like that, but it doesn't mean that justice should not be served. But I want us to kind of think about things when we are when, when, when we are passing judgment and, and, and coming up to our conclusions. That everybody is made in the image of the image of God, so we must be mindful of how we talk and the words that come out of our mouth. Okay. So that's the first thing I want you guys to take from this, if you're taking notes. And secondly, I want you to understand your worth, guys. You guys are a king's kid. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. Despite what the the world says, like, black people, we we, we have a difficult, just for the mere fact of your skin, Right? something that you came into this world that you don't control. But because of that, all the stereotypes and all the things, the isms that you have to deal with in this world for being you, it can make us feel at times that like, man, what, why did I come into this world? Why did God make me black? If anybody's ever asked that question, I don't know if you ever have. But things like that come up at times. I don't ever want you to get to a point where, you ask, where you're asking yourself that type of question. I want you to understand that God made you black. Because that is how He desires to use you and, and, and bring purpose out of your life into this world. If you were any if you're anything else, that may not be what God wanted for you. But as black people, you are beautiful, you are wonderful. Like you are a king's kid. When I say you are a king's kid, you are you are the kid, you're the son of the most high. A son or daughter of the, of the most high. You are beautiful. Understand that word. Love your hair, love your features, love everything about yourselves, guys. I don't want do you to think like, man, I, I have to be something else and then I won't face racism or intolerance or anything. You will face some, sor- some sort of hatred just in a different way, right? Like some sort of evil just in a different way. So I want you to be strong and I want you to realize that your worth is found in Jesus Christ, that you are a king's kid and you are all beautiful. The verse then tells us, you maybe have been confused when you were reading the verse a little bit, because there's a part in the verse that says, um, He will, verse 6 says, He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. And we may be thinking, God, where is the justice? You said, as as the noonday. And the verse 7 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way. We may be thinking, God, people keep prospering. The system, the way that it's set up, keeps prospering a particular group of people and doesn't do justice towards another group of people. God, why are you doing in this way? God, where is this justice that you have promised in your word? And I want you to know that the key there is in the verse 7, which is be still and wait patiently for him. God does things in his own time and each thing works God's glory the narrative that we've been seeing in these days is that this person was brutally murdered for no reason and they died a senseless death I want us to take that narrative out of our minds I want you to know and I want you to know that there is no death that is meaningless there's nothing bad that happens in this world that is meaningless nothing is meaningless every moment every single moment every millisecond of what is going on of the pain of the fall of everything that happens as a result of the fall of man from adam and eve will work together for the glory of god that is to be revealed in this life and in the next so I want you to keep that to mind, guys. Have that narrative. George Floyd has lost his life. His life has been stolen and taken from him by another human being who was also made in the image of God. How do we take this? Where do we go from here? Right? Recognize that Floyd's, Floyd's death is meaningful, may not understand it right now, but we'll work towards what God ultimately desires to have happen in this world. In Genesis chapter 50, Joseph, his, Joseph's brothers apologize to him, and, and, and he says, and they said, you know, Joseph, we're so sorry, we didn't, we didn't, we're so sorry we did all these things to you. And then Joseph tells his brothers, you know, you meant evil for me, but God meant it for good. The devil means evil by, by jumping into people's hearts and making them do these things. Coercing them to commit evil, to commit atrocities towards their fellow human being. And the devil thinks he's winning because all of our hearts are being broken. All of us are, people are out here questioning God and where is God and why didn't God do this and that. Don't let the devil win in that way. Don't let the devil take your soul in that way. Rather, know that everything is meaningful, and including the deaths of Eric Gardner, Ahmaud Arbery, Gray, Freddie Gray, everyone, all of them, their deaths are meaningful. And we say, God, change is taking so long, so where is it, right? That's where we have to be patient. And how can we be patient is what I kind of want to share with you guys, maybe kind of give you some tips of how you can do that. So if you're taking notes, you know, not understanding first that God does things in his own time. God is sovereign. And then the next part is that understanding that we wrestle not with flesh, but against rulers and principalities of the world. Guys, rulers and authorities. Colossians tells us that Jesus is in control of the authorities. I was reading Colossians just yesterday to go through it and I found that piece and it was just it was so interesting. I was like, wait, what? Jesus Christ is, is in control of the authorities and, 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 and the rulers. When we understand that our battle is not with flesh and blood, it's not, with, it's not this per se of human beings against human beings, but rather against spiritual forces of rulers of this world. It helps us keep our focus on the spiritual battle that is going on. That's not to say that people should commit wrongs to each other and turn a blind eye. But it's to say that let us not lose focus and lose sight of what's truly behind all of this, which is spiritual. Right? Satan will do whatever he desires to do to bring... Enmity to bring confusion amongst the people of God. Right? You look at white people and you look at them a funny way. And white people look at black people and look at them a funny way. And who wins? Only Satan. So that's why I want us to really keep that part in perspective that eternity is forever, guys. Eternity is forever. And when we die, there's, there, there is no saying that we're, gonna, we're, we're no longer going to be black or we're no longer going to be white. So I'm just assuming. Best to assume that we're going to stay black and they're going to stay white and they're going to stay Asian and, and, and brown and whatever. Right? And all of that is to be seen as beautiful because the word tells us in Revelation that all, everybody, heaven and earth, we shout, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Right? The heavens proclaim, the heavens portray his, his glory. So, the next part that I want us to chat here, guys, is that, and this is for us, this, this, this one's for free, y'all. We have to be careful where our frame of reference comes from where our source of information comes from where our choice of food comes from when i say food what do i mean what we eat what we consume we consume so much social media guys social media can be both good and it can be bad whenever anything happens people go straight to social media voice their frustrations, voice their concerns, voice everything. And we start reading all of that. We read all of that, right? And we make our decisions and our mindsets based on what that is. But I'm here to suggest to you to take, take this problem, take this concern first to God before we come onto social media. Because if you're not careful, somebody's going to type, let's go kill all police officers, and all police officers are evil, and you're going to like it. Not realizing that when you read the Bible, that's far from it. Right? So, let us not sway from applying God's, from applying godly mindsets to social justice issues. There is an injustice against what, what has been done. And the fact that justice is often not served at times that we think in our mindset that it's not served. But God is telling us in his word that justice will be served. And God is, I don't want to use the word savage, but like God can do some, something. And the type of punishment that God can inflict on people, our minds cannot even fathom. So whatever it is that God says that he's going to get justice and he is the judge, we just have to have faith and trust that he's going to do what he wants to do. We should never rejoice when somebody is being punished. The word, the Bible tells us that clearly. Just leave vengeance to the Lord. He says he will repay in his own way. We may not see how he does it, but know that God will do it. That is what we have to trust and believe. So as I was going back, back to the social media piece, please, guys, know what the Bible says about how we should respond in times like this. Read things like Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 to, I think, 32 or so. Like how we should all continue to live in a, 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 together, right, in love. So that when you see some, some things on social media, you know that, yep, this is all a part of the fallen man. This is all a part of the fallen nature, Okay, so please keep that in mind, that when you are doing research, when you're seeing what's going on, you ask yourself, what does God say about this, right? Apply a godly mindset to social justice issues, always, or else we can easily get to a point and a place where it becomes them versus them, them versus us, us versus them. And in heaven, it's not like that. In heaven, all proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. All give glory to God. And there was a part of this verse, one of the reasons why I chose this chapter, that God led me here, was because it said in the verse 8, the Lord says, Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. We see what's happening, right? Anger only turns to, to evil. So those are not my words. Those are the words in Psalm 37. We see all that's going on. When people feel hurt, and it takes me back to back when I was in school and I, was, and I felt hurt and I felt angry, it only turned me to do terrible things to my fellow man who are also made in the image of God. I didn't become better than them. I became worse. I don't even know where they stood on the matter, and I was just yelling in their face. We see what's happening in Minnesota, right? We see that some are peacefully protesting, and this is not to to tell you guys that don't protest. Protest is important, and protest is necessary. Done in the right way, peacefully, right? Know that. This is not me telling you to just sit on on your feet. This is, you know, sit in your chairs and do nothing. We'll get into what you can do more a bit later on this, but to just come back to this, see that peaceful protest is important, but we see things that people are taking their anger to do evil things. Looting and destruction of people's property is not good. It's it's an evil thing. It is stealing in the Bible, Right? These are people who we don't even know where their, where their stance is. But I've seen friends of mine go to a point to say that, man, if this, ha- if this is what has to happen, then let it happen. If people's property needs to be destroyed, then let it happen. If people got to loot, then let them loot. And guys, we cannot have that mindset. That is a dangerous anthropology that has a high body count. Forgiveness... Note this down, y'all, that forgiveness and nonviolent retaliation is not a sign of weakness. It is not a sign of weakness. Rather, it is a sign of self-control and strength. People make it seem like forgiveness is some easy thing to do. And just lovey-dovey is just this easy thing to do. It's probably the most difficult thing to do. It is a sign of self control and strength. And it is a sign of faith in God that God will be the one who brings the justice. How do I know that this is the way to go? Because we, we, we look to Jesus and we say, how did, how did Jesus respond when he was faced with injustice, when he was faced with, with persecution? on the road to the cross what did Jesus do Jesus took all of it if anything the night before right when they came and got Jesus up from the upper room and one of the disciples decided to struck one of the um, officers his ear um, Jesus stopped all of that and Jesus healed the ear so this is confirmation to you from the Word of God that we do not react with violence. Regardless of when people say stuff like, sometimes the only way people hear and learn things is through violence, I really want to, to, to let you guys know that that is a dangerous anthrop- anthropology that has a high body count. And we see, what we see from the Word is that God actually stops the violence and he heals the ear of the person that is about to crucify him and take him to the cross that following day. So how did Jesus respond when he was faced with inju- injustice? On the road to the cross, he responded with love. On the road to the cross, he responded saying that God forgive them, for they know not what they do. People's hearts, guys, can be so clouded with with hatred and, and can be so darkened, Right? that they don't even know what it is they're doing. That doesn't mean that they are not responsible. For all are responsible for what they do. But I want you to have that kind of mindset at times too. So, Jesus responded in a way that is very difficult for us to respond but when you are going through this issue, when stuff like this happens, and guys, this stuff will continue to happen. I remember we talked about this just a couple months ago. We talked about racism and, and, and injustice before in the past. And it's to let you know this stuff will continue to happen, guys. But I want you to have the right mindset when you go about it. As black people, this thing can be so dangerous to our mindset, to our health, to our mental, emotional strength. It can be so taxing. The guys, if, if, if we don't look at it from a biblical mindset, we cannot make it. Understand me, that if we don't look at it from a biblical mindset, we cannot make it. So please know that God is in control of everything that is happening. He's the one who knows every heart, every mind. And he's the one who will bring justice in his own time. Will you have that faith that God will bring the justice? Or will you go ahead and try to get the justice fight for yourself by being violent towards another person? Or having hateful thoughts? Know that the Bible tells us that, the God, Jesus takes it a step further, right? Moses came and said, if you kill somebody, you know, you, you, you messed up. If you murdered your brother, you, you've messed up. Jesus says what? Even if you hate the person, you've, you've committed murder. You've killed the person in, in, in your mind. So I really want us to control our emotions here. And know the way that God wants us to do and, and go about things. So what are the things that we are to do? I was watching a video earlier today. LaCrae Le- Le- had just given some suggestions. And I was like, these, these would be some really great suggestions. And he said the topics of prayer, policy, programs, all the things that I took from him. And I said, those are really good points. We pray. We pray for what's happening, what's going on. We vote. For those of you who are 18, those of you who are going to be 18, keep this in mind, my people. For some reason, our demographic does not like to vote. We don't like to get up and go to the polls. There are there's systemic racism, and then there's racism that just happens that people are just crazy, Right? The ones that we want to deal with at time, the ones that is just between our friends, our group, our community groups, we can check those people, right? But the ones that happen systemically with police reform and police training and all those things that need to happen, the people that are in charge, right? We need to be able to vote. We need to be able to, to do certain things that will bring about that change. And the other part that he mentioned on programs, he said that there are certain like you know programs that you can get involved in. What are things that you can do? If this is something that touches your heart so dearly, what is something that you can do? Now I've said this and I've said this time and time again, that it's not necessarily everyone that this is going to be your lifelong mission. But if God, as if as as I'm speaking, if God is placing it on your heart, if this, if you have a major burden for this, then perhaps God wants to use you to be a changer. in the the policy realm, in in the program realm, to bring about change that ultimately glorifies God. Perhaps this is the death that was required, that was needed, that happened, to place a fire within you, to bring about change in a godly manner. Friends, I want us to keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. As we go about all of this, it's not easy, but God is always in control and God is good. Racism has been there forever and traces all the way back to the Bible. Traces all the way back to the Israelites. When the Israelites, when Joseph went into um, Egypt, right, and he died and then the then the pharaoh came up there's a, there's a, there's a note within Exodus chapter 2 that's just so scary and he says the pharaoh ends up saying that behold the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us come let us shrewdly, let us shrewdly, let us deal with sh- let us deal with them lest they multiply And if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. So way back when this stuff was happening, right? Way back when. And it was inspired by fear. In this case, the Pharaoh was afraid of what would happen if the Israelites multiplied. So because of that, he he instilled fear in people for them to be afraid of the Israelites and even got to a point where he wanted to kill all of them he wanted to kill the the, the 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 men but God acted in that time and the midwives who were Egyptians decided that they couldn't do such a thing and kill the children right God's glory became was made known through all of that Eventually Moses steps up and Moses goes in and purpose is placed on Moses' heart to go back for the people, right? If all of those atrocities didn't happen, we wouldn't be where we are today. That's why when I told you when I told you earlier that every single thing, every death, every everything, every evil that happens, and that God that does not go past God's watch. Is not go past God's watch. So God is in control and he's going to use each and every single one of those things for his glory to be made known in this world. Because of what Pharaoh did for the hardness of heart of Pharaoh, we give God glory now. Back then, I'm sure people were asking a similar question. God, when is justice going to come for us? God, these, the, the, these Egyptians, they are treating us poorly. They're putting us to work. All these things, God, when is justice going to come for us? some probably died without seeing that justice on earth. And that may be so in these days. But that is not to to like discourage or anything anything like that. That shouldn't bring you discourage and say that, oh, I can't do anything about this. But it should put in your heart a sense of peace that God is the one who will be in control of it all. Nothing goes past God's watch, guys, is what I will leave you with here today. I want to make a little bit of time for maybe some discussions, some questions, but I hope this is helpful to you guys and how you orient your mind on, on things. Be patient and know that God is good. Um, whichever way that God has placed in your heart to to bring about change, do so. Um, talk to people about how you're feeling. You know, like I'm always here. Pat's here. We we for the guys, we we talked about this on our on, on our Thursday calls, and I think it it helps. You know, this if you if you put it inside of your mind and not discuss with anybody, it's just going to be so toxic to you, right? So, however you're feeling, discuss with somebody bring that up it's really important it's not an evil to bring about um it's not an evil to have that discussion with someone so please i'm here for you we're all here for you pat quedro like we're all here for you guys so just know that just just know that understand your worth you are all beautiful made in the image of god regardless of what the world says control your anger give it to the lord for it does not bring about Good, it only tends to evil. The verse 13 is where I'll leave y'all with. It says, But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked is doing all these evil things and plotting, but God knows how all of this will end. Thanks be to God that we serve a God who knows and is in control of everything. So when these things happen, The next time this happens, and there probably will be a next time, the next time this happens, have faith in God, trust Him, rest easy, knowing that God is in control. Amen? So with that, I'll close and we can pray. God, thank you so much for your message today, Lord. It's just not easy for us to Discuss it's not easy for us to comprehend what is happening, but God, we know that you are in control. We know that from the beginning, you've given us choice, and God, at times, we use our choice to make terrible decisions. God, we pray for the world today, all those who are hurting, we pray for all those whose hearts have not even been moved by what is happening. God, you use this as an opportunity to, to move their hearts, to bring them towards you, to bring about change. For God, if one person changes, so much happens within their generation, within their family, within their lineage, and it impacts the world in so many ways. God, help us to not see certain types of people as terrible people, but to see people and everyone as broken, including ourselves, and that we are all in desperate need and saving that you provide we're all in need of the peace that surpasses all understanding that you provide god help us to love one another we thank you lord god for all that you do give us the strength to make it through in jesus mighty name we do pray for the saints say amen, amen.